Welcome to the Navigating Your Career podcast. This is the place for you to figure out your next career move, learn how to speak up and show up as the real you, and discover the path that brings out the best in you. If you want to stop feeling stuck, start feeling better, and take ownership of your career and your life, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Melissa Lawrence. Let's get started. Hello and happy new year. This is the first episode of 2021. I cannot believe it is another year already. I took my first vacation in my business and I spent some time between Christmas and New Year's home, playing a lot of board games, watching movies, and becoming one with the couch more and more as each day progressed. I rang in the new year at home with my wife and kids, watching the New Year's Eve specials on TV, playing cards, which we got a new game for Christmas, Exploding Kittens, it is so fun, and putting our dogs in ridiculous New Year's hats. And we also watched Soul twice over the break. If you haven't seen it, I swear it was written by a coach. It is made by Disney Pixar and streaming on Disney Plus right now. The movie is so good on so many levels, but the overall message that I just have to share with you is that we spend our lives chasing accomplishments only to find that we keep raising the bar with every accomplishment. We think if we just had more money, a better job, a big break, then we would feel differently. And what soul teaches us is that the purpose of our lives is to live it in the small moments and the big moments. You see, when you get that job, you will start working toward a bigger and better job, more money or a promotion, right? We don't tend to work towards something and think that we're going to get it. It's going to make us feel different. And then we get it and then we stay stagnant. We kind of have this honeymoon period where we stick with it and then we want something bigger and better. When you get a nice house, you eventually start wanting a bigger house, a nicer house, one with a fire pit or a trendy white kitchen, right? We just keep chasing something different. Our goalpost keeps moving. But what I want to remind you of is that our lives are happening right now. These small moments, waking up in the morning, your morning routine with your family, or what you do for yourself in the morning, is all part of this glorious life that is yours. And your purpose in life is just to be you. You can have goals, and I would argue that you should have goals, and we're going to talk about that. But the difference is, is you can feel happy and content while you're working toward your goal, and not just once you achieve it. And if you're working toward goals because you think then you'll be happy, then you'll be less stressed, then you'll make it, that's just simply not true. It's a band-aid. You'll feel better for a moment and then you'll go right back to the next big thing. So I want to approach goals differently with you when we talk about this. Most people can agree that goals are important. You're going to see a ton of different promotions for um, workbooks and classes and just different things, books and audiobooks and your work might have something going on to be like, you know, this is how you set your goals. And 
they are an essential part of company strategy and performance review cycles. And that makes sense. And there's good reason too, because people that have goals are 10 times more successful than those without goals. 10 times more successful. However, setting goals doesn't make them as good as done. 70% of people fail to achieve their goals. Without understanding what it takes to achieve your goal, your goal can collect dust like a failed New Year's resolution instead of creating the lasting change that you are capable of. So I'm going to share three goal setting strategies that will help you set 2021 up for success. But first, have you taken time to celebrate not only getting through 2020, but all of the things that you actually accomplished? You lived through a whole new world. Work was different. Relationships were different. Family was different. School was different. You handled it all. And I bet you accomplished some pretty big projects at work and you crushed some personal goals too. So before going forward to 2021 goals, I want you to grab a journal or a notebook and write down your answers to some questions that I'm going to ask you. And these are going to help you reflect and celebrate 2020, which is so important. I know you may not be in a position to write these things down, but rest assured you can come back to this um, episode. You can pause it and write these things down. Or I always provide a transcript to these episodes. You can go to the transcript and just copy and paste them into a Word document, whatever works for you. So let's dive in. When you think about celebrating 2020, I want you to think about what did you do or overcome that you never thought you would? And hint, virtual learning and wearing masks everywhere counts, (laughs) okay? (laughs) It's something that you never thought you would do and you overcame that challenge like a champ. What are you most proud of from 2020? Did you have goals for 2020? What were they? What were the results from your goals? Did you accomplish them? Did you exceed what you intended to or did they end up being one of those failed resolutions that just collected dust? What is the biggest lesson or lessons that you learned in 2020 about relationships, about work, about life, school, anything? What are three to five wins from last year? And is there anything from 2020 that you would have done differently? If so, what was the lesson you learned? How was the lesson worth it? And would you have still done it differently knowing that there was a lesson that you learned from that? I bet just hearing these questions, you had some things come to mind. It's so easy for us to skip right to the next thing, to the things that we haven't done, the things that we're still working on, but it's important to remind our brains of all of the good too. It helps program the success into our brain so that when we go towards those big things, we have something to draw on. We have a success that our brain will be more likely to remember to encourage us rather than tell us it isn't possible. It's why I start my client sessions with wins from the prior week. My clients tell me it is transformative for them to do this simple thing because they normally wouldn't even think to do it. They wouldn't think of the successes from week to week. They wouldn't take time to register and celebrate their progress. So it helps them see just how awesome they are. 
So celebrate, take a moment to appreciate your wins, your progress, and everything that you are proud of this past year in 2020. And now that you've celebrated, here are three strategies you can incorporate into your goal setting that will help you be on the positive side of the statistic. Number one, get clear on the why. So fast forward to a year from now, close your eyes, think back on this year. When you look back on 2021, what do you see? Tap into that future you. What have you accomplished? What have you stopped doing? How are you feeling? Then work backwards. What do you have to focus on to make that a reality? We often set goals that we think we should be setting instead of the goals that we really want. It's so easy to just get caught up in the hustle of what our companies want, what our bosses want, what our families want, what we think will make us happy. But instead of creating goals that your boss wants for you or you think that you should be making to get ahead, spend some time thinking about what you want to achieve. Is it status? Is it promotion? Is it more work-life balance, improved communication skills, a better relationship with your boss, a better relationship at home? Where are your pain points and what would make a big difference for you? Ask yourself why this goal is important to you. What would it mean for you and maybe what would it mean for your family to achieve it? What will happen if you don't achieve the goal? How will things remain the same? And how will that cause pain in your life? Spending some time understanding why the goal is important and crafting your compelling reasons for it will help you not only achieve something that will have a greater impact, but it will help you stick with it. Number two, the Goldilocks approach. You want the right amount of goals and the right scope. Too many goals will cause overwhelm and little progress, and a goal that is too far out of reach or too easy will either seem impossible or not be impactful enough to help you move the needle. I suggest having no more than two to three goals. Think about it. If you take 10 steps in 10 different directions, you won't make enough progress to make a difference. It's why you can feel stuck because you have so many goals going on and you're just making a little bit of progress, a little bit of step towards each one, but you're not making enough progress to actually feel the momentum and feel the impact of the changes that you're making. So two to three would be the absolute max. If you've got big lofty goals, I would say even go just to one, one or two. So now imagine taking 10 steps in less than three directions, in one, two, or three directions. You will have more wins, and that will help you make progress and stick with it. So your scope should be a stretch. It should be realistic, but it should also be something that makes you feel energized and excited and also a bit scared. I want you to be a little bit scared of your goal. If you're not a bit uncomfortable, then you need to think bigger. Number three, expect resistance and plan for it. Change can be hard. Expect resistance to come in the form of limited time, limited resources, lack of support, and you. You are probably your biggest obstacle. 
because your brain only knows what you've done in the past. And when things get hard, it's a common response to convince yourself that you don't need the goal or that it will be okay if you don't achieve it, right? You've been going on this far, everything's fine. Remember, when I talked about celebrating your wins, your brain helps you make decisions based on probability to protect you and make things efficient and easy. It doesn't want you to take the long way or the scenic route. And if you've ever had a hard time or obstacle come up, that is what your brain is going to remind you of. The more you celebrate your wins, the more you can rewire that thinking. You will have more data for your your brain to draw on. So you have to believe in a possibility that you haven't created yet. Brainstorm all of the obstacles that could come up as you work toward your goals. Now develop a strategy for each of those obstacles. What will you do when you want to quit? What will you do when you have to work late and you can't do what you've planned? What will you do if your boss doesn't support your growth? You need to create unwavering commitment to your goals. Decide that it is as good as done. Treat it like a baby. (laughs) If your baby is hungry, you don't decide your baby doesn't get to eat that day. You give your baby what it needs and you prioritize it. And you do that with your goals too. So are you willing to commit no matter what? What is going to come up that could stop you? Figure that out and then plan for it. Practicing these strategies is going to help you create the best year yet. Now, I said three strategies, but I'm going to add a bonus strategy. And the one that I think is so important and much bigger than your goal itself. And it is to enjoy the journey of working towards your goals. Your goal may take longer than you plan. There may be days that you're tired. We can't plan for every little thing that is going to come up. No one planned a pandemic, for example. So how can you enjoy your life while you are working toward your goals? Like the movie Soul, the main character, his name is Joe Gardner, and he thought it would feel different when he accomplished his goal, but it was really the same, just a different circumstance. Learning to enjoy the journey, enjoying the ups and downs, and savoring these small and big moments in life can make a difference in your overall satisfaction and fulfillment in your life. Joe says in the movie, we only have a short time on this planet. You want to become the person that you were born to be. Don't waste your time on all of the junk of life. Spend your precious hours doing what will bring out the real you the brilliant, passionate you that's ready to contribute to something meaningful into this world. That is living, you guys. Just be the real you. So I just scratched the surface on this topic, and there's so much more that I'd like to help you with. If you want to participate in a hands-on workshop that will help you know what goals to focus on, which to choose in 2021 and how to make them happen, then I want you to join us over in the Navigating Your Career Facebook group. So in this Facebook group, it's completely free. I'm hosting a three-day workshop, January 13th to the 15th, and it's my New Year's gift to you and the members of this group. So to join the group, head over to Facebook and search for the group Navigating Your Career. I'll also put a link in the show notes so that you can access it directly. Um, And so I I highly recommend that you come there. I provide a lot of support there and this workshop is going to be out of this world. It's really going to help you make this year different from every other year. And if you want to explore one-on-one coaching, 
you know, that will really guarantee that you achieve your goals. You are welcome to schedule a call with me to see if this is a good fit. Just go to www.melissamlawrence.com and you can book time with me directly. And we will talk about all of the things that you want for yourself. So that is it for this week's episode. I will talk to you next week, if not before. Have a great week.